Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. All right, everybody, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I got there. I got control of the audio. Okay, praise God. How y'all doing out there tonight? Welcome aboard. This is a live broadcast Friday evening, October 13, 2023. I love Fridays because we have evangelist Victor Mravlag with us every Friday. He's going to bring the word, and then we'll open up the demon hotline. If you need deliverance, this is the place to be. Call in. We'll pray for you. And the dial-in number is new. This season 13, it's 515-602-9734. We'll give it out and we'll put it in the chat room. You can also find it on the website of OmegaManRadio.com. Brother Victor, would you like to lift us and Israel up in prayer tonight as we get started? Absolutely. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come into your holy presence this evening in the name of Jesus Christ. We know all things work out for good to those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord, you have a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. Just as you prophesied in the book of Revelation through John that had received the vision from you, that in the last days perilous times would come. Lord, and that we're in the birth pains now, Lord God, and we pray for Israel. We pray for the lives of the men, women, and children that are have been taken captive and the families of those who have lost loved ones. Lord God, we pray that Hezbollah, Hamas, and Lord God, all the enemies of Israel will be brought to their final fate, Lord God. We pray for their salvation, Lord God, but we know, <clears throat> but we know you are in control. So we look up, because our redemption's drawing nine. We, we know when we see these happenings, when the armies surround Israel, that you are on your return. And we're looking up to you, Lord God. We just pray for strength today, Lord God, even in this country, as the governments and those that are in power, Lord God, are cast off the Constitution, Lord God. We pray for America, Lord God, the restoration of righteousness and justice, Lord God. We pray for revival around the world, Lord God. That men and women would seek your face, call upon your name, Lord God, because you are the answer to all of our needs. No person can change what's happening, Lord God, but you can because you are God. Lord Jesus, you are fully God and fully man. And we come to you. We ask you to bless this service. We ask you to bless me as your speaker. Lord God, open our eyes, ears, and minds so we will see, hear, and understand. And Lord, grow in the power of your Holy Spirit, that we would be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ, your Son, and follow the principles, the values, and the Word of God 
that you set forth that we should be disciples and that we would preach your word to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that you have commanded through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I say amen to that. God bless you as you bring the word, Brother Victor. Over to you. Amen. Good evening. My name is Pastor Victor Moravlag. I have a fellowship here in Allentown on Zoom around the country on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. And we have a uh, Thursday fellowship where we're studying war on the saints. And Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for, the, for what you're doing. God has called me to preach the word, to exhort, admonish, and rebuke with all long suffering, to do the work of an evangelist. So I give God the glory and for all that he's done in my life. Amen. The title of today's message is Battling the God of This Present Day. You see, a battle started in heaven. Chapter 12 of Revelation tells us that there was war in heaven. And the serpent went to war with God. One third of the angels were cast out. That's where the war began. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 that the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. In other words, physical. But they're mighty in God to the tearing down of strongholds. And everything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God. You see, we have weapons, brothers and sisters, in this war. We're in a war. We are soldiers, as Paul says. We are soldiers in a battle. When you signed up to be a Christian, you became an enemy of Satan's kingdom. And Satan has done everything in his power to keep you from the things of God. And we, Satan has bound the enemy. Uh, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. Satan is our enemy. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. So the battle, battling the God of this present day. Second Corinthians four three. Turn there with me. Second Corinthians four three. Paul was a man familiar with battles. Every city he went into, he either created a revival or a riot. He brought division among the people because he preached the truth and he was coming against Satan's kingdom. And he created churches. He was an apostle. And he created churches in each city that he was in. And he left them to develop. And he left leaders to develop them. But the Corinthian church started going the wrong way. They were accepting some of the things of the world. And Paul had to correct them. So we, we get a lot of our teaching through the epistles of Paul, the epistles of Peter, the epistles of John. 
to train us, to develop us in this battle that we're in, in this walk that we're in, to become victorious in Jesus Christ. Because we're all called to be conquerors. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. See, like I said, John 10.10, Satan comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come to give you life, and that you would have it more abundantly. That's the life we have in Christ. We have an abundant life, but we go through trials. We go through tribulations. We go through difficulties that God may shape us, mold us, form us through the firing furnace of what the enemy brings against us. As we walk in the spirit, as Galatians chapter 5 tells us, as we walk in the spirit, we don't fulfill the desires of the flesh. We walk in the spirit and we fulfill the desires of the God. That's why we're at war with our flesh and we're, we're at war with an enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, the God of this world, it says in verse 4, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Those that resist the Spirit. You see, the Bible tells us in James chapter 5, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But what must we do? We must submit to God first. And then resist the devil and he flees from us. You see, it takes an active part on our, an active decision on our part to establish the kingdom of God in our lives. We must make a decision to submit to God. And in order to submit to God, we must bring in his word. We must know his word. We must study his word. We must commit our life to him totally. I always encourage brothers and sisters to read the word four times a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bed. Set that as your goal. Something may come up, situations may occur, and you may not be able to fulfill the four times a day. But set that as your goal. The president of my Bible college, Dr. John Q. Kenzie, used to say, if you shoot for the stars, you might hit the sun. If you shoot for the sun, you might hit the moon. If you shoot for the moon, you might hit the light. If you shoot for the light, you might hit the curb. But if you shoot for nothing, you'll hit it every time. We must shoot to study God's word, to commit to his word, so that our lives would be filled with the word of God. And I also encourage one scripture a week. Put it on a three-by-five card, whatever God gives you, and carry it around with you. One scripture a week, at the end of one year, you'll have 52 scriptures memorized 
And that, that gives you the living word in you where you can meditate on it. You could think about it. You could apply it to your life. And as the Holy Spirit adds water to it and the light of the living God shines upon it, that scripture becomes living inside of you. Because Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 says, is it 5.12 or 4.12? Anyway, the word of God is living. It's powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of asunder, both marrow, bone, soul, and spirit, and it is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You see, it divides the marrow and bone. You have to break the bones apart, the chicken bones, and you get the marrow out of them. You see this? The word of God goes right down into the marrow. It divides your soul and spirit. It, it, it shows you the things who you are and what you need to transform into. When we look into the Bible, we're looking into a mirror. It reveals ourselves and the things in our lives and the areas in our lives where we need cleansing, where we need purifying, where we, where we need deliverance from. There are things in our lives that we are bound to that God wants to set us free. Because Jesus came to set the captives free. We weren't instantly sanctified when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It began the journey of a battle to transform us into the image of Jesus Christ. Little by little, we're cha changed. Excuse me. Turn with me to Ephesians. No, stay there in Second Corinthians. Turn to two verse nine. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 9. 2 Corinthians. Lest Satan should get a foothold. Okay, 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 okay. 9. Okay, we'll start at 9. For to this end also did I write that I make note that I might know the proof of you, whether you be obedient in all things. Paul talking to the Corinthian church. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything to whom I forgive it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. Paul is talking about the man that was living or married to his mother-in-law, his father's wife. And Paul rebuked him in the first chapter. And Paul forgave him, he's saying here. So Paul's saying that, you know, I, I forgive him. I forgive him for what I did. I forgive you for what you did. And let's get right. Because we have to forgive. And Jesus tells us, if we don't forgive those we see, how can we love God who we don't see? Lest Satan, verse 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You see, Satan could have gotten a foothold on Paul. Paul could have kept an attitude against this man and not forgiven him. And the, the Corinthian church, he could have held unforgiveness. But Paul says, I forgive him, I forgive you, and I forgive myself. And that's the way to do it. Because Satan would get a foothold. If we have unforgiveness in our heart towards anybody, Satan has a foothold in your life. We need to forgive. Because God says, if we can't forgive those we see, how can we love him who we don't see? 
And if we don't forgive our neighbor, God sends in the torment, as the word of God says. He sends them in. You know the parable, if you know the word of God, where a rich man was, uh, a man of, um, was forgiven by the king a million dollars, and then they went out and found somebody that owed him a thousand dollars and put him in jail. And the, the king threw him in jail and says, you're, you're going to pay everything until it's paid. So God will send in the tormentors if we don't forgive. Satan will give, get a foothold. And that's what we don't want him to do in our lives. We don't want to be ignorant of his devices. If we hold bitterness towards anyone, Satan is ruling. Now turn with me to uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians. Ephesians chapter 6, the war, the warfare chapter. Verse 10. The Ephesus church in, in the book of Acts, they took out all their sorceries. They took out all their books. They took out all of their charms and all of the materials they had, and they burned them in the city. Ephesus was a, a city of witchcraft. They went to Satan with their spells, their curses, their hexes, their vexes. And when they repented, they burned it all. We need to burn it all. All the things of the occult and repent of the occult. Anything that we have done. If we've gone to another god, <clears throat> in other words, Satan's kingdom, for knowledge of the future through palm reading or divination or tarot cards or seances, charms, hexes, vexes, spells. If we've read, read our horoscope in the past, and so on and so forth. Table tipping. There's there's many things the occult has. Ouija boards. <clears throat> if we participated in any things, we went to another God. We accepted another God in our lives. We need to ask God to forgive us and cleanse us of any of those evil spirits that came into our lives through the participation with the enemy. You know, in the Old Testament, if you did those things, you were put to death. You were put to death. It was a death sentence. So turning to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, we're wrestling. A wrestling match, if you've seen it in high school or in the Olympics or even wherever. It's a close, close contact sport. 
They wrap their arms around each other. They twist their heads. They try to get headlocks. They wrap around the waist. They use their feet to knock the guy over, their opponent over. They twist. They turn. They squeeze. They're trying to pin their opponent. That's what's going on with Satan. He's trying to pin us to the mat. How many Christians have fall, have been pinned to the mat by the devil? How many Christians failed to do spiritual warfare? They think the job was all done. They say, oh, Jesus said it was finished. They, your sanctification wasn't finished when you came to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. It just began. It's a process of time. That wrestling match and that battle, we will have with us until the day we die. We're not transformed instantly into the image of Jesus Christ because we have a lot of patterns of behavior that we grew up with, brainwashing as we were children. The corruption of the world came into our lives. We were sinners. We were born in sin, the Bible tells us. We were born in sin in the likeness of the flesh. And we sought the things of the flesh until God shined his light upon us and we said, Lord, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. And that's when the Lord came in and that's when we became an enemy. See, Satan hates you and I. He wants to destroy us. That's the only thing that gives him fulfillment. You see, we're in his way of total world dominance. The church is in the way of his dominating the entire world. Because we are the salt of the earth. And he doesn't like tasting salt. The more salt you are, the more salt you're pouring into his mouth. And who likes a, um, a spoonful of salt put in their mouth? No one. We like to salt our food, but straight salt is disgusting. But we are the salt. We are the salt of the earth. And the more we're like Jesus, the more of a threat we are to his kingdom. See, God cast Satan down to earth. He roams about like a roaring lion, Peter tells us. He roams about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to devour whoever he can sink his teeth into. And that's why if he sinks his teeth into you and you're the salt of the earth, he's going to spit you out. But we have authority and power in the name of Jesus Christ over all the power of the enemy. That's why he hates us. You see, when he was cast to earth, he roamed the earth and he ruled the earth. And then God created man in his own image and his own likeness. Satan was created out of the stones or whatever, out of meteorites. I don't know. He was created, though. He was a created being that God created in Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel, I, I don't have it on the top of my head, but in Ezekiel it talks about him. He was a created being, created to worship God and to head worship in heaven. But he found himself to be prideful. He enjoyed the worship that he was giving to God for himself. And in heaven he was thrown out. And then God created us in his image and his likeness out of the dirt of the earth and gave us dominion. Dominion over his kingdom. That's why Satan hates us, because 
we have dominion over him until he deceived Eve. And then Adam followed with her. And you know the story. When, when Jesus came and he died, he brought back our dominion, our authority over the power of Satan. Jesus, so this war didn't begin, it didn't start with you or me or any Christian. We were born enemies of Satan as we were created in God's image with dominion over the earth. We have authority over all the power of the enemy, Luke chapter 10, 17 tells us in those verses. All authority in heaven and earth, Jesus says, has been given to me. Therefore, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's Matthew chapter 28. Turn with me to Luke 4. The Gospel of Luke 4, verse 17. This was Jesus' commission. This is your and my commission. This is our commission. The Lord gave it to Jesus, and he gave it to us. And this is the great commission that God sent us all into the world. And we all should say this in the first person. Read it with me. I'm reading in the King James. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now turn with me to Isaiah 61. Jesus was quoting this verse out of Isaiah, but he didn't, he left one thing out. Isaiah 61.1, the spirit of God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek or poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and opening of the prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And this is what he left out. The day of vengeance of our God, to confront all that mourn, to comfort all those that mourn, but The day of vengeance. We are living in the day of vengeance that God had brought judgment on Satan's kingdom. See, Satan, Satan stole his kingdom from Adam and Eve. It was delivered to him, but he stole it. He took it by deception. And when Jesus died on the cross, his blood was shed for all the sins of the earth. From all the sins from Abel to the end of this time. 
if we accept them. If we accept our forgiveness to God. Because God loves us. He created us in his image and his likeness to have dominion over this earth. But it was stolen. And it went through almost 4,000 years until Jesus came. 3,000 years, some odd years. And Jesus reestablished God's spiritual kingdom on earth. They were looking for a Messiah to establish a physical kingdom at that time. But he'll come back later and do that after the after the seven years, the final seven years, which is knocking at the door now with Israel being attacked. It all surrounds Jerusalem. Time past, time present, we look back to Jerusalem where Jesus died. They looked forward to Jesus coming, and it all happened at Jerusalem, the city of God. Amen. Who Trump made the capital of Israel. It was already the capital for 1,500 years under King David. But the Romans threw the Jews out after they had crucified Jesus. The judgment came upon that nation. But we pray for Israel. They're God's people. They're God's chosen people. And no one's going to destroy them. No one's going to win. Because Jerusalem is hedged up with God's angels. They may try. But you know we're coming to the time. Which the trumpet is going to sound. And we who are alive and remain. Will be caught up. With the dead. Who have risen right before us. Because Thessalonians tells us. The dead in Christ will rise first. And we who are alive and remain. Will be caught up with them. Into the clouds. Into heaven. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to that day. But as we occupy the land we're in, we're to have dominion over the kingdom of Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's how we overcome the devil. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives to the death. Amen. So so we're in Isaiah 61. Let's break that down a little bit. The first thing. Number one. The Spirit of God is upon Jesus to preach. He has anointed him to preach the good tidings. Number one, preaching. The anointing comes through the Holy Spirit to preach. I don't preach what I want to preach. I preach as the Holy Spirit leads me into truth through his word. As I commit this message and this word to the Lord Jesus Christ, that he would be glorified, that I must decrease, that he must increase. I don't come with fancy words or eloquence. I'm a simple servant slave of Jesus Christ, called to preach the word and do the work of an evangelist. And that's what I do humbly before God. Let God's will be done, not mine, as John the Baptist said. And as Jesus said, John said, my, my, I, don't even, I'm, I, I don't even deserve to tie your shoes. I, I, you know, I must decrease, John the Baptist said, but he must increase. He must increase. So number one, preach. Number two, he, sent, he was sent to bind up their hearts. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Two, 
Number three, to proclaim liberties to the captives, those that are in slavery. Everybody that has sin is a slave to sin. Sin rules, for the wages of sin is death, the Bible says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. You see, there are wages, there are consequences to sin. Sin has torment, just like fear. For the wages of sin is death, but he has come to set the captives free. Freedom. From lust, freedom from pride, lust of the eye and the lust, lust of the flesh. Those are the three basics. Satan has many people bound, many Christians bound to masturbation, to sexual immorality, to pornography, to the greed of the world, to the lust of the things of the world. Jesus came to set the captives free, it says. So, liberty to the captives. Number four, opening of the prison to the bound. The opening of the prison to them that are bound, to those that are prisoners and slaves. And it's just not that the other church that has, that's in slavery. Many of us are in slavery in some areas of our life, and we need to get set free. That's what deliverance is about. That's why it's the children's bread, Jesus said. It's the children's bread. Number five, proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the year of the Lord. We're living in the day of the Gentiles. And it's coming to an end. The day of the Gentiles is coming to an end because Jesus is coming back. And then his whole focus is going to be upon Israel, his nation, his people. Number six, and the day of vengeance. We're establishing God's kingdom on earth, a spiritual kingdom over Satan's kingdom by the power and authority of the cross and Jesus Christ. And number seven, to comfort all that mourn. All that mourn, all those that struggle, all those that are in trial. You see, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, but he has established you and me to establish his kingdom on earth. Matthew eleven twelve says, since, Jesus speaking, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. That's the vengeance of God in you and me. To establish God's kingdom in our lives and in the lives of the people we come in contact with. To cast down strongholds. And everything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God. The kingdom of God suffers violence. What? In heaven? No. But in the second heaven. Satan's kingdom. That's where the violence is being taken place. Satan's demons and all of his levels of organization. 
his principalities, his powers, his rulers of darkness, his spiritual hosts of wickedness, his soldiers that carry out his will of sin and false religion and idolatry in, in many of the religions in China and India, the Middle East. Allah is a demon. Mohammed himself went into a cave and had a vision of a demon and he was scared to death. He came out of the gate, out of the cave and his, one of his wives says, no, no, that, that's a vision of God. That's from God, which was a lie from the pit of hell. Allah was a sun god back in those days. And all it has ever done has been violent. Violent killing whoever doesn't convert. Some god that has to kill people. If he was a god at all, he could do it himself, right? No, it's a false god. And millions, billions, I, I think there's a billion Muslims are deceived by it. But you know what? There's revival in the Muslim world. We hear of revivals all over the world where Jesus himself is meeting, coming to people in their dreams. They're having visions. And there's secret churches all over Iran. God is moving around the earth where, where the gospel can't be reached. Jesus is reaching the people himself. And then they're... they're Converting people as they go, as they live. Secret churches in China, all over China. They actually took, uh, you know, during COVID, they took all the crosses out of the churches in China and put the pictures, picture of the whatever his name is, the president of China. They put his picture up. But secret churches are going on. God bless them. They're under persecution. Let's pray for them. Keep them in prayer. Lord, we lift up all of the basement churches they have to they can't even sing songs in some places they have to hum them to worship you lord they can't even speak freely in north korea they're being persecuted and murdered for the gospel of jesus christ but you know what jesus says the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church amen so God is establishing vengeance. The, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We must establish the kingdom of God in our lives by force. We have to take every thought captive. That's violent. When there, a thought pops into our head, we need to bind it in the name of Jesus Christ and cast it out. Just like that. I bind that thought in Jesus' name, and I cast it down. Cast down imaginations and fantasies and daydreaming and wondering. Set our eyes and our minds on the things above and not the things of this world. Turn with me to uh, Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. It says that in Corinthians. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. 
I thought I jotted the verse down. It's in First Corinthians. First Corinthians. Anyway, Matthew chapter 8. So it's the power of God in our lives. Conquering the power of Satan. Matthew 8.29 Well, let's start from 28. And when he was come to the other side in the country of the Gurgians, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus? Thou son of God, art thou come hither to torment us before our time? See, these demons were concerned about being tormented before the judgment day. They know their day is coming. But they didn't care about all the torment that they were actively punishing this man these men and here it was too tormenting them day and night cutting themselves no chain could hold them no cord could tie them screaming and tormenting they tormented they had no problem tormenting him but when they saw Jesus what are you doing here you're not going to torment us before our time but Jesus has left that up to you and me the vengeance of the Lord but anyway let's get back to the story And there was a good way from them a herd of many swine feeding, so that the demons besought him, saying, If you cast us out, suffer us, or let us go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine, and behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. And they that kept them fled, and went their way into the city, and told everything what was befallen to the possessed of demons. And behold, the whole city came out and met Jesus. And when they saw him, they besought him that he would depart out of their coasts. The the people didn't want deliverance around them. And Jesus came to set the captives free. The thing with that story that amazes me all the time is that demons are asking not to be tormented. They're asking for mercy when they've never given mercy. Turn with me to Luke chapter 17. Luke eleven seventeen. We'll start with 14. Luke 11, 14. And he was casting out a devil or demon, and it was dumb. And it came to pass when the demon was gone out, the dumb spoke, spake, and the people wondered. 
But some of them, some of them said he cast out demons through Beelzebub, the chief of demons. And others tempting him sought him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And a house divided against a house, it falls. Jesus was calling the demonic power over people a kingdom, Satan's kingdom. Jesus said elsewhere, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, the kingdom of God has come upon you. In order for you and I, brothers and sisters, to establish the kingdom of God in our lives, is that we have to cast out the demons by the finger of God, and then God's kingdom is authority. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the good news, that we have authority over all the power of the enemy. Anyway, continuing here, verse 18, if Satan also is divided, if Satan's divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out demons through Beelzebub. He's teaching them something, and we're being taught today. So the kingdom on earth is accomplished through the removal of Satan's kingdom. The power of Satan in our lives, in our mind, our will, in our emotions, and our bodies. You see, we're set up like a temple. We are the temple of God. There's the holy of holies. There's the inner court and the outer court. The holy of holies is where the spirit is, where, where our spirit is sealed unto the day of redemption. It cannot be penetrated by Satan. It cannot be touched by Satan. It's sealed. But our soul, the inner court, our soul, our mind, our will and emotions can be tormented, can be harassed, can be addicted, can be transformed by the power of God. That's where the enemy rules, through our thoughts, our wills, and our emotions. And we have authority over it when we catch it. That's why we take every thought captive. It all begins in the mind. And then the outer court of the temple us being the temple of God, our flesh, our outward body. It's perishing day by day. But Satan can afflict us with disease, infirmity, sickness, and illness. He can attack us and torment us. But through the power of the blood, we have authority even over our bodies. As we grow in the knowledge and truth of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, walking in the Spirit and not fulfilling the desires of the flesh, we walk according to God's will. We are transformed daily into the image of who he is through his word. Because the word is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword piercing to the dividing of asunder both marrow and bone, soul and spirit. And it is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It knows our heart, whether we want the things of God or we want the things of the world. If we love the world, we don't have the love of the Father in us. But if we love the word of God, Derek Prince says, you cannot love God more than you love his word. So the amount of time we're in his word shows how much we love God. 
We could get excited about our football team winning or our baseball team winning or, or whatever team's sport. We get excited when they win. But do we get excited when it's time to read the Word of God? The Word of God is living. The world is perishing. All the things of this world. Derek Prince also says, you can't love God more than you love His Word. The amount of time you put in you in the Word of God shows how much we love Him. I heard it said that if you read the word one hour a day, in 37, 38 days, you'll read the entire Bible. See, that's what an evangelist does. He motivates you to be closer to God. He motivates you to draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. And we do that through his word. Continuing on. Verse 19. And if I by Beelzebub cast out demons, by whom do your sons and cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. And this is a scripture I quoted. But if I with the finger of God cast out demons, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. The church is missing the ingredient of the power of God operating in its life to set the captives free, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bound. That's what the church was called to do. But what did Satan do? He couldn't beat the church, so he joined the church and put all of these things in the back closet. Oh, a Christian can't have a demon. Oh, it was all done 2,000 years ago. You don't need the Holy Spirit today. They just needed it then to establish the church. Pogwash, it's a lie from the pit of hell. Continuing to read, verse 21. And when a strong man armed keeps his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he come upon him and overcome him, he takes him all his armor wherein he trusted and divides his spoil. You see, we have a stronger one. We've got the spirit of God in us that dwells in us, that leads us into all truth. John the Baptist says, I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire, dunamis. That we have authority over all the power of the enemy. In verse 23, he that is not with me is against me. So anybody that's against casting out evil spirits is against Jesus. Because he's saying right here in this chapter, in this verse, lining up with deliverance. If you're against it, you're not with him. And he that gathers not with me scatters. What are the churches in America and Western civilization and around the world are they doing? Anybody that denies Jesus denies the power of the Holy Spirit. See, because if we cast out demons by the finger of God, the kingdom of God has come upon us. So what kingdom are they participating in when they're not casting out demons? Hello, wake up church, 
When an unclean spirit has gone out of the man, he walks through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he says, I will return to my house where I came out. And when he comes and finds it swept and garnished, and he goes and he takes to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. The last state is worse than the first. If you, when you get deliverance, don't establish reading your Bible, praying, and fill your house with the things of God and the knowledge of God and memorize the word. You've left those doors open. You've left those rooms open in your house. And the enemy comes back and he makes it worse. Back up one chapter with me to verse 10. I mean, chapter 10, verse 17. Talking about the 70, you see, it wasn't just to the 12 apostles. The 70 also went out and preached repentance for the kingdom of God is at hand. And they saw Jesus and the apostles ministering, and they took it upon themselves two by two, and they did the ministering just like Jesus was doing. And in their time of ministering and telling the people that the kingdom of God is at hand, they preached the truth that Jesus is the Messiah. And in Jesus' name, they cast out demons. Signs follow the word of God. Now reading from verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. See, they were using the name of Jesus even before he died and rose from the dead. They were subject to him because he had authority. His name was even in authority then. And demons obeyed him. And he said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. See, Satan was cast out. You and I cast him out. That's why we have authority in Jesus' name. Behold, I give to you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. Notwithstanding... In this rejoice not that spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name is written in kingdom of heaven. And those skeptics and those non-believers that the kingdom of God is still here on earth to be established would say, see, don't re- we're not supposed to cast out demons because Jesus said don't rejoice over that. We are to rejoice that our names are written in the Lamb book of life, which is true. But we still have the power and authority to establish Jesus' kingdom on earth. We thank God for his power. We thank God for the work of the Holy Spirit. God is raising up workers. There's a group in New York, the Demon Slayers. Alexander, his name is fleeing me right now. Uh, There's several of them. They're online. Salzabar and uh, Blood, there's another one, Blood. But anyway, Deliverance is going around the world. There was a movie last year, Out in Jesus' Name, of a church down in South Carolina where they're learning to cast out demons. Deliverance, the full deliverance is coming. The church has come full circle as the days 
of nowhere in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, and we're in these last days. The church needs deliverance, and people need deliverance more today than they ever did. You see, because the church was the children of Abraham when Jesus came. Israel was, he evangelized, evangelized to Israel. That was his congregation when he went from city to city, from synagogue to synagogue or church to church. He preached deliverance. He preached healing. He preached the power of God to establish a kingdom. And the Satan's kingdom came against them. And Satan crucified him through the Pharisees. You see, but they, they had the blood. They had the sacrifice each year. But people were still needing deliverance. Now, today, what do we have? Bloodline curses passed down from generation to generation. We may need deliverance today more than before. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. Alexander Pagani. You look him up, Pagani. Alexander Pagani, and there's a group of guys that come together, and they're doing deliverance. They're on YouTube. They're doing teachings. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's pray. Lord, your word is yes and amen. That we shall receive power, but the Holy Spirit and power to set at liberty the captives, the brokenhearted, the bruised, the wounded, the suffering, the addicted, to transform lives, Lord God, to set the captives free. And this was your vengeance. It's the day of vengeance upon Satan's kingdom. And the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. That's why you said, take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. Casting down strongholds and everything that exalts itself against the true knowledge of God. We all fall short. We grew up with stinking thinking of this world. Through the patterns of behavior and education and uh, are raising the people we grew up with. To get all of that out, you take it out little by little. As we get control of anger, as we get control of lust, as we get control of hate, as we forgive our enemies and those that persecute us, as we forgive Father, as we cast off and repent, of all the wickedness we've been a part of, premarital sex, extramarital sex, so on and so forth. But we commit our lives to you. Cover us in the blood. Forgive us of our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions. Transform us into the image of your son, Jesus. Use us to glorify your kingdom. That your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Victor, what would you like to title the message for the archive today? Battling the God of this present age. Excellent. Also, if someone would like to contact you or support your ministry, how can they do that? You can contact me directly through my cell phone. You can send a text or call, and I'll speak to you and set up an appointment with you. That's the easiest way. I had uh, difficulties with my emails, um, um, but the best way to contact me is through calling me direct. And that's 610-972-3423. Brother Victor, Text look in. Call. Go communicate ahead. with you and establish a time to talk to you and uh, that, that's how you contact me and the name of my ministry is uh, Bread of Life that fellowships on Saturday and Thursday nights We uh, there's a Zoom line you could participate in fantastic Brother Victor look at Proton Mail uh, you can use it anywhere from a computer or a phone and it's free protonmail.com and they also have an app which is pretty cool Folks, the lines are open now. We'll take a three or four minute break uh, and come back. And the phone lines are 515-602-9734. Dial now, 515-602-9734. Folks, are you addicted to porn, grass, pills, alcohol? Call in and let's cast out those demons tonight in Jesus' name. Do you, your parents, or your grandparents have any background of being involved in the occult call in and let's break the generational curse tonight have you had a child outside of marriage call in and let's break the 10 generational curse of the bastard tonight in Jesus name have you had sex outside of marriage call in and let's break the soul ties and cast out the demons tonight in Jesus name are you being paralyzed or raped by demons Call in and let's cast out that spirit of succubus tonight or spirit husband, spirit wife in Jesus' name. As Wynn Worley said, are you being tormented by thoughts and feelings that are not your own? Do you have a horror movie playing over and over in your brain? Call in and let's cast out those demons tonight in Jesus' name. Free exorcism, free deliverance. 515-602-9734. Four. Praise the Lord. Brother Victor, do you need a break? Yeah, you could take two minutes. Let me okay. use the men's room. Go for it. Here we go. Who will in my Johnny so mighty number? I'm moving way up in the middle of the air. Three gates in the east. There were three gates in 
eyes flash fire like a burning sun. Old John got scared and he wanted to run. Well, he wanted to run, but his feet wouldn't go. Cause he felt the gospel cutting him like a two-edged sword. Then he heard a voice that said, John, you take a look and read what you see. And you write it in a book he saw. Well, angels in the east. Welcome aboard to the Demon Hotline. Call in right now at area code 515-602-9734. I saw a couple callers there. Where did you go? Okay, we're going to sit and wait for you. It's wide open for somebody else right now. Why keep your demons into the weekend when you can cast them out today? Demonic spirits are not your friends. They are ticking time bombs. They come to kill to steal, and to destroy. What part of that is good or beneficial to you? It's time to get rid of them. And this may be one of the few places that you can do that with the lack of deliverance going on in most of the church. But thank God for those churches that are doing it. As Victor mentioned, there are people that are stepping out and finally doing what Jesus Christ called us all to do. Over in Mark 16, the first sign of several that he enlisted would follow them that believe. We should have this sign in every church and do what Jesus Christ did. Praise the Lord. What do you have to say, Brother Victor? He's coming back soon. Stand by. And God bless Israel tonight, folks. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you need freedom from anything, any kind of bondage, you can get freedom tonight. The desperate get delivered, Derek Prince says. That's exactly right. Folks, we see war in Israel. I'm here to tell you that's a prelude to what's coming next to the church at large. War on the saints. Satan is going to be cast down. Noah's time is short. His wrath is going to kindle red hot. And who's he going after? He's going after you and I who have Jesus Christ living inside of us. To even wear out the saints, it says. But it also says, my people shall do exploits. And if we have to die with our boots on, there's no greater honor than to die in the service of the Lord Jesus Christ. So be it. Or the Lord can keep you and I alive until he returns at the last trump. I'm not worried about how I'm going to end. I'm worried about what I'm going to be doing between now and that time because death comes to us all. And so how are we going to live? It's a point of man once to die and then the judgment. What's going to happen when you and I stand at the judgment seat of Christ? Yeah, you'll be there or you're going to be at the great white throne judgment. You don't want to be at that one. We're going to give an accounting for what we did down here. What if Jesus asked you, do you have any signs following you? If you truly believed? Brother Victor, I'm happy to say I've got the first one and I'm working on the others. Praise God. I'm a work in progress. Folks, it's time to get started and do what Jesus Christ has called us to do. 
Occupy till he comes. Share Christ and win souls that are headed to hell right now to body bag. Some already went out during this program. There's no hope for them. Spirit left their body. But you and I can stand in the gap and see that others don't suffer the same fate. We can set some captives free who might be at the verge of blowing their brains out because of the torment inside. Brother Victor, did you ever experience a time where you heard voices in your brain talking to one another? Oh, yeah. I did, too. Oh, yeah. That wasn't me, and that wasn't you. Mm-hmm. That was something else. And maybe that's you tonight. You hear conversations going on. You're tormented to the point you can't even sleep. You've got racing thoughts. You wake up depressed, you go to sleep depressed. You have to pop a pill to put a Band-Aid on the torment. It's time to call in Jesus' name. And by the way, uh, I got a call back from Brother Sadali, uh, excuse me, an email that we prayed for last week. They may be calling again tonight. I'm looking at the switchboard, folks. Nobody's calling in. What's up with that? I saw two people earlier. Everybody free of their demons? That's great if you are. Call in. 515-602-9734. Brother Sadali George. He was the brother, him and his wife, they have four children. The three boys have been suffering epileptic seizures. And he told me, he said, I wanted to tell you that when y'all were praying, one of our boys began to go into an epileptic seizure. We realized what that was. We laid hands on him and commanded that demon and it came out of him in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. There was deliverance taking place in that family. So deliverance works. Praise God for that. It is the children's bread. I think we should eat of it often. And you know, Brother Victor, I've always had the attitude. You know what? Nothing wrong to say, hey, I need some prayer tonight. Folks, that's awesome. And to have the attitude of there's something inside of me that doesn't belong, I want it out. Now, that's the best place to be right there. You can't go wrong with that. Versus something that said, I got deliverance back in 1952, and I'm good to go. Come on, man. When was the last time you washed your dog and gave it a flea dip? It wasn't good for life. It went out there, and it got down and dirty. Rubbed shoulders with the wrong dog. Some fleas jumped on it, and you need to give it another dip. Let's uh, go to the phone lines. Dip somebody in the blood of Jesus tonight. Let's go to 954. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I want to take a dip in the blood of Jesus. Hey, homie, how you doing? Hey, how are you doing, sir? Welcome aboard. You're on with Brother Victor. I'm I'm doing far, I'm doing pretty uh pretty good, man. And uh the, the 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 other day I heard you talking about you we uh gonna have the phone line open for Sobit Ministry. Uh, I went up and and fat and fasting and pray, and uh, like like that that time, and I was li- li- literally ripped twice, and um and my sleep, wow, and also um and you you know I be be some 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 sometimes I'm you know I'm basically talk, talking to myself, saying so people looking at me like I'm crazy. And you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm constantly I have like a uh, racing thought. You know what I mean? You know, it's like like I'm having a little hard time, really, really hard time. Pray, praise God. Like 
the the joy like uh the way I, I used to wash worship God is not not there there no more. Soon as I start praying God, uh you know what I'm saying I'm already out for sleep. Doesn't matter what time. So what I'm saying no no I'm I'm, I'm like this is an unwill, you know what I'm saying? Because like I think think I'm really having like uh being on the attack. Absolutely, so, brother. Even the so, stuttering so, so, that so, is so, going so on I'm right now. Man, you know what I'm saying? To, to it's not of God. Let's pray for you tonight. I know who you are. Brother Victor, meet Brother Jims. Do you have yeah, any Jim. questions for Brother Jims? Hey man, hi Jim. How you doing? Um So what are you battling with? I'm doing for for uh I, I as I'm as I may, mentioned to to you guys what I was going to and and also I do do have a t- uh, testimony I don't know and I'm, so I already said and uh, and uh, prayer line before I was diagnosed with uh, stage four can- cancer and I'm saying I call you guys praying praying for me I have I have uh, uh, Pastor Lou you know what I'm saying he had like a se- section you know one on one with me o- o- over the phone he cast us those demons out of me, and you know what I'm saying. No, no, bless God. You know what I'm Praise saying. I make God, a mi- miracle re- recovery. You know what I'm saying. So I remember. You know what I'm God. saying. You know, for those of you do- doesn't know, the the deliverance does work. So now, I mean, if you if you if you, if you willingly to accept it, you know, what I mean, you know, God God will move in to set set you free. Amen. Brother Jim's uh, was sharing that he received prayer and the Lord healed him of four-stage cancer. That is something to praise the Lord about. Praise God Amen. for that. Brother Victor, he said that uh, he's being raped at night and he finds himself talking to himself sometimes and uh, come out of his attack. Would you like to go after that? Second time there. Over there. Yeah. You should not be being raped in your sleep, brother. That's Hello? a demonic uh, open door. Are you engaging in masturbation or looking at porn? No, sir. Okay, praise the um, Lord. The, the, uh, the thing is, and I'm saying, no, no, right now, it's it's kind of hard to say you're not in, engaging in porn because I, so soon as you step outside, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, I used to watch porn and the past but now as soon as you you're working outside it's like the same thing you, you used to see in the screen like you see it live you know what i mean just like no action but it's the same thing it's like you know what i mean it, it, you know what i'm saying it's like, it's like you got to walk on the street say i would give images right well that's the truth it, that, that's it, why see, Jim, you, you gotta when, go ahead brother Victor. i'm sorry that's why when we're outside all the temptations the way women are dressed these days they're dressed like harlots basically you see everything that's why we got to walk with blinders on our eyes and the temptation says the the thought will come to your head hey check her out you're going to say i bind that in jesus christ's name and i cast it down that's taking the thought captive because the movie camera starts up first you see a good looking woman you check out her shape and then you start kissing her or making love to her in in your mind that's where the devil takes 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 over the mind so before it gets gets into that or even if it gets into that just say i bind that in jesus christ's name and i cast it down i want to be holy for the lord you know and the, and the attacks will come on one after another i drive around manhattan there's, there's a lot of beautiful women out there and they're dressed scantily and i have to bind and just like any other man has to because men are attracted by what we see. Women are attracted by touch. That's what a class told me one time. But anyway, 
So we've got we've got we've got to really train ourselves to learn how to bind the enemy from the temptations and to cast those thoughts down and not let let them get carried away. Because once they get carried away, they take us amen. over. Amen. Amen. So let's go yes, after. Amen. Let's go after. We'll, we'll, have you have you had deliverance before? Yes. Amen. So we're, um, so we're, uh, we're going to find. Delivering from stage four four cancer, as I mentioned earlier. Amen. Amen. So this this will be we're going to be attacking the spirit of lust in you. Spirit wife will be attacking whatever the Holy Spirit tells us to attack. We're going to bind up your strong man, but you want to keep your vocal cords quiet. You agree with us in your mind, and because spirits come out in breaths, coughs, yawns, or whatever way he comes out, but he comes out in breaths. So you don't want to talk. When we're, when we're attacking, you attack with us with your mind, not with your vocal cords, okay? You understand? Amen, yes. Amen. So, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the authority you have given us to bind and loose all the powers and principalities, rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness. We bind the strong man over my brother James, Shannon, and myself. We bind all transference of spirits. We bind the, the evil spirits in the airways in the home, in the house that we're sitting in right now, Lord God. Over the city we're in, we bind all reinforcements, Lord God. You said, go into all the world, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. These signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. So, Father, we stand upon your word to set our brother free, Jim, to set Jim free in Jesus Christ's name. So lust, all spirits of lust, we put you in chains that cannot be broken, iron fetters, and we remove you from my brother out in Jesus' name. Loose him right now in Jesus Christ's name. All lust, all lust, lust of the eye, out in Jesus Christ's name. Lust for sex, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out, 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 out in the name of Jesus. Loose him, let him go. Loose him. Come on, lust of the eye, come on out. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All the girls that he walks by on the streets. Out in Jesus Christ's name. That spirit, night spirit. Night, uh, spirit wife. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The spirit wife who's raping him in his sleep. And it feels good. But we bind it in Jesus Christ's name. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go in Jesus Christ's name. Loose him, let him go. Out. Out of his mind, will, and emotions, and out of his body, in Jesus' name. Loose him. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose him. Loose him in the name of Jesus. Loose him in the name of Jesus. Loose him. Oh, out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose Jim. Let him go. Come on. Come on. All premarital sex. Out. 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 Keep moving. Out of his mind, will, and emotions. Come on, premarital sex, all evil memory recall, all sexual memory recall. Loose him. Loose him. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes him. Loose him. Loose him. Out in Jesus' name. Out in the name of Jesus. Come on. Keep moving. Keep moving. Hook and pull, angels. Hook and pull. Remove these spirits from this man. He's a child of the king. This is the children's bread. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. Loose him. Loose him. Come on. Out. 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 
All hatred of wife. Are you divorced? Hallelujah. Me? All, all divorced spirits, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Broken relationships, broken heart. We've got to forgive. <laughs> out in Jesus' name. Loosen. Loosen. Broken heart. Out, out, out in Jesus Christ's name. Wounded spirit, bruised spirit, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out, out. Rejection. Spirits of rejection. Rejection in the marriage bed. Rejection. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Hatred of self. Out, out. Just breathe them out. Just take a deep breath. <clears throat> Blow them out. That helps them move. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Go ahead, Shannon. You can take over. Come on out in the mighty name of Jesus. We're speaking to any demons in you, Jims, or anybody tuning in tonight. We bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out. All spirits that torment you so you cannot sleep, attack you in your dreams or in your wake state. Come out in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Every spirit that the Lord Jesus wants out. Spirits that attack your speech to cause you to stutter. Come on out. We bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. All spirits of fear, confusion. Let's go. Move in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit of death. Come out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's go move. Those spirits that attack your mind. Those spirits that are having conversations with themselves in your head. We, we're talking to you. We bind you. We break your power and t- command you to come out in Jesus' name. Brother Jims, I want you to keep listening. And we're going to continue to call some spirits out tonight. And as they come out, go to where Jesus sends you. Let's go to area code 914. 914, you're next up on the Demon Hotline. Do you need prayer tonight? Yes, I do. Well, welcome aboard. What can we do for you tonight, sister? Thank you. I I need prayer. Um, I'm being tormented by several spirits that they won't leave. And um, they, they... make me have manifest repeat that last part they make you what I... what do they make you do they block me they block me from speaking and cause me to have manifestations of insanity okay alright well, do you, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Okay. So you expect to accept Him as Lord, because the Bible says that all who come to Me, I will not turn down. And He healed everybody that came to Him. What's your name? I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. I bind a strong man over no. this woman in Jesus' name. You. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. I'm talking to the woman. What is your name? I'm talking to the woman. What is your name? What'd you say? Speak up, demon. My we name don't... is Jennifer. Uh, 
Jennifer. Jennifer, we're talking to the demon now. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. I put you in chains that cannot be broken. I in fetters like a mummy, and I bind you up in Jesus Christ's name. Loose Jennifer. Loose her, let her go. Loose her, let her go. All mental disorder out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose her. Loose her. All mental disorder out in Jesus Christ's name. Mental illness, mental disease, everything in her mind, you foul, unclean spirits. The blood of Jesus Christ rebuked you. I take authority over you. Shannon and I take authority over you in our position in the third heaven, high above Satan and his entire kingdom. So we rule and reign with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. Loose her. Loose Jennifer, let her go. The blood of Jesus. I loose a sound mind into her. A sound mind, a clear mind, an understanding mind. Out in Jesus Christ. All confusion. Out. Out of Jennifer. I'm talking to the demon. I'm not talking to Jennifer. Take a deep breath, Jennifer, and blow him out. Blow him out. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. Whom the Lord sets free. She's a child of the king. You're a child of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a child. The children's bread. This is what Jesus came to preach. Oh, wow. Lusa, let her go. Lusa, let her go in Jesus' name. Yes, in Jesus' name. Let her go. I take authority over you. The sword of the Lord, the sword of victory, and I stab you. In Jesus Christ's name. Angels, attack this demon with a battle axe. Crush every bone in his spirit's body in Jesus' name. Let Jennifer go. Let her go. How'd you get in? How did you enter her? I command you to tell me. How'd you take over Jennifer? No! Out. Yes, out. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go. Out. I hit her up. I got no harm to her. I I lose sufficient angels rank with number and authority around the sister. I pray, Lord God, you protect her. No harm to her. In Jesus Christ's name. Loose Jennifer. Let her go. Out. She called in to get set free. Now you gotta leave, demon. She wants to be free. Attack with spears, angel. Spear him. Spear him. Spear him. Schizophrenia. Multiple personalities. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Yes. Out. Out. Out of my sister. She don't want you. No. <laughs> you got to be obedient. No. You have to obey. The blood of Jesus Christ That's rebukes you. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Lusa. 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 Lusa, attack. Attack. The sword of the Lord, the sword of Shannon, the sword of Victor. We stab you. Fallen, we stab you in the spirit, you fallen, please, spirit. Let her go. Let my sister go. The blood no. of Jesus 
Christ rebukes you. No. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. You've got to go. You've got to go. Out, out, out. I put you in chains that cannot be broken like a mummy. Head to toe. And I loose the brimstone of the Lord, the fire of the Lord upon you. The fire. Feel the fire, you fallen oh, spirit. Feel the fire of the Lord. Loose her. Loose her. Loose her. Loose her. Loose her. What's your name? No. You. What's your name, demon? Answer the what? man of God, demon. Yes, son. Are you anxiety? Mm. I heard you. You're going to come out. You cannot resist, demon. What do you want to say, demon, to me? I bind you in Jesus' name. You're going to come out of there. Father God, I agree with Brother (laughs) Victor. We stand in the gap for Jennifer right now. We confess any sins that have opened up the door for this demon to come in. You said whose sins you remitted, remitted on them. We remit the sins. Forgive them, Lord. We close the door to this devil. We break the curse in Jesus' name and command you to come out. Jennifer, work with us. Take a deep cough. Let it go. She called in. She wants to be free of you. Come out in Jesus' name. Take a deep cough. Let it go. Let's go. All anxiety. Come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Come out. All spirits that came in through trauma, through abuse, through rape, through incest, in the family lines. Come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Come out. Out, out, out. Jesus' name. We bind your strong men. We bind every demon inside of you. In the name of Jesus, you're going to come out. Demon, look at the Lord Jesus Christ. He's right there where two or three are gathered in his midst. Angels of God, we loose you to take this demon, put it on its knees, make it look at the eyes of the Lord Jesus. Look right into the eyes of Jesus. Where is he telling you to go? You're going to come out. Come out. Demon, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Shut up. She's not your bitch. You. You are a loser, demon. No. You're going to go to the lake of fire with Satan, who's a super loser. How does it feel, demon, that there's no redemption plan for you? But Jennifer can call in and get the children's bread tonight. That's what she's going to receive. Jesus made a way for Jennifer. No way for you, demon. Come out. There's only one way out. You're coming out in Jesus' name. Come out. Let's go. You're going to obey the command. we got power and authority in you. We are seated with the Lord Jesus Christ and the highest of the heavenlies. We bind you to that authority he's given us. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out. Loose. I speak into your mind. Be healed and made whole. We command all witchcraft, mind control, mind-binding spirits. Come out in Jesus' name. All schizoid. All spirit of insanity. Come out. Loose your mind in Jesus' name. Let's go. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All rejection, rejection from the womb, out, out, out in the name of Jesus, all that rejection, out in Jesus Christ's name, all abuse, 
all abuse, sexual abuse, yes. out in Jesus Christ's name. Yes. Split, split personality. Wow. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Split personality. MK Ultra, out in Jesus' name. Arrested yes. Development, out in Jesus Christ's name. Mm. My sister wants yes. to be free. Yes. She called in. No. You got to go. <laughs> Couldn't stop her. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. We have authority over you. We have authority over you, and you have to obey. Loose and let her go. Attack, angels. Continue to attack. Bind this demon. Out, 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 out in the name of Jesus. Loose her. Liar, out in Jesus Christ's name. You have to comply. I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Out in Jesus' name. Lusa. 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 Mocking demon. All mockery demons. Out in Jesus Christ's name. I l- you get out. You get out. in Jesus Christ's name. I lose weakness into this foul and clean spirit. Loose Jennifer. Lusa. Loose her, let her go. Loose her, let her go. Loose her, let her go. Out in Jesus' name. More mockery, out in Jesus' name. Loose her. She's a child of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at the, the seal Lord on her sets spirit. Free. God. Look at the seal on her spirit. Demon, who does she belong to? She belongs to... That's right, say his name. Who is the name that is above every name? Speak it. Let's go. Who is the Son of God? Who is God? Say it. You're going to come out. You don't have a legal right to stay, do you, demon? What's your legal right to be there? Is that all you can say? No. You're going to have to go. It's futile to resist, demon. You have to obey the Word of God. Word says, in my name they shall cast out devils. Come out in Jesus' name. No. I want to speak to Jennifer. Jennifer, come back up. We command that spirit to be gagged till we take it off. Jennifer. Repeat after me. Say, say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Say it. Jesus Christ is Lord. That's right, demon. You heard it. You heard her say it. You're going to come out. Jennifer, Have you? are you on psychotropic drugs right now? Taking medication? No. Have you ever been involved in the occult? No. Have you been raped Had or you- sexually abused? Brother Victor, you were going to ask. That's how you came in. Did you you forgive the person that raped you? No. Well, you have to forgive them. Say, Jennifer, say, I forgive the person who rapes me. We have to forgive. Or give 
releases her from your torment, doesn't it, demon? If we forgive, Jesus says, so will my Father in heaven. You gotta come out out now. No! Let's go. Yes. No! Demon, I want you to say this. I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. Say it. I bind you to this confession. I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jennifer's sins are forgiven. You don't have no more rights, demon. Lusa, I'm defeated. Say it. I'm defeated. Say it. I'm defeated. I'm defeated. Say it. Obey the command, demon. I bind you to this confession. I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus. Um. Say it. You. Blood. I. Bitch! Of Jesus. Of Jesus. No. Say it. No! In the name of Jesus, say it. In the name of Jesus, say it. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you, you foul ugly spirit. Loose Jennifer. She's a child of the king. Your kingdom is defeated. You were defeated 2,000 years ago on the cross. You don't have dominion anymore over Jennifer. You're a lying. You're a squatter. You're an illegal resident tormenting her. Now you've got to go Out We cut all the soul ties Bloodlines, ley lines All mental disorder Mental illness We break that curse We break that curse when someone Called her a bitch We lift it in Jesus name Now come out Let's go Spirit of a bitch Anxiety and insanity come out in Jesus' name. Damon, you were defeated when she called in on the phone line. Come out in Jesus' name. Father God, loose the angels to pull swords, surround the demon, and begin to attack. Sword in Jesus' name. We ask God that you loose fire on this spirit, loose confusion into the camp of the demon. Let the demons turn on one another. Come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Come out. Take a deep cough, Jennifer. You have authority over these things. Take a cough. Come out. Come out. We break all witchcraft off of you in Jesus' name. Let's go. Come out. Every spirit of resistance, Work we with us, bind you. 
Come out in Jesus' name. Go ahead, Brother Victor. Work with us, Jennifer. You've got to attack with us. As we're attacking those spirits, internally you have to attack them. This is your deliverance. The desperate get delivered. So you've got to be desperate and work with us. You've got to will them out. You've got to want them out. And you command them out. When we're speaking, when we're commanding them, you have to command them in your inner voice. This is your freedom. We're helping you to get set free, and we're showing you how. We take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus. Out in Jesus' name. Command them out, Jennifer. Command them out. If you want freedom today, it's your freedom. We'll help you, but it's your freedom. It's your deliverance. We don't see what's going on, and we don't know a lot of questions we may have, but you have to will them out. Out in Jesus' name. Just say that in your mind. Out in Jesus' name. Don't let them rule and reign you. Don't let them tor- twist you and tear you. Jennifer, the day of freedom has arrived. You've carried these things around for way too long. Almost like a a little cuddly doll or a stuffed animal that you hold on to for a security blanket. It's time to let them go. Let them go. You command them to go. you got power and authority over them in the name of Jesus. Father God, we stand in the gap for her. We plead the blood of Jesus over her mind. Yes. We speak to her mind and say, be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. We loose into your mind God's spirits of power and love, sound mind in Jesus' name. We're talking directly to this foul spirit. It's time to go. We bind you to our authority seated with the Lord Jesus Christ of the highest of the heavenlies. Jesus said, in my name, ye shall cast out devils. We're here to do that. You have to obey the word. You're not going to deceive us. Come out in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Take a deep cough like this. <coughs> they come out through the breathing canals. Come out. That's right. Come out. There she goes. She's in agreement. You've got to go now. Go in Jesus' name. Every tormenting spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ wants out tonight, come out in Jesus' name. That's non-negotiable. Just like the land of Israel, non-negotiable. Come out in Jesus' name. We're not giving you one inch, demon. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Jesus Christ gave his life on the cross for Jennifer, for her to be free. Now you come out, all tormenting, wicked, unclean spirit. Let's go. Come out. What's your name, demon? Are you a child of a fool with no name? It reminds me of those demons back in Job chapter 30. For one in famine, they were solitary, fleeing into the wilderness in former time, desolate and waste, who cut up mallows by the bushes and juniper roots for their meat. They were driven forth from among men. They cried after them as after a thief to dwell in the cliffs of the valleys and caves of the earth and in the rocks. Among the bushes they brayed. Under the nettles they were gathered together. They were children of fools, yea, children of base men. They were viler than the earth. That's you and a demon. Come out. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Again, Father God, we remit any sin that has this demon locked in. Yes, Forgive the sin. Come out in Jesus' name. Loose her tongue. Demon, you can you can laugh all you want to, but you're not going to be laughing when you go to the lake of fire. Now, come out. Because that's where you're headed. Come out. No. Come out. 
Come out in Jesus' name. <laughs> Damon, I don't think it's funny. No. I think uh I think the the sad part is is Demon, you're a fool. You shouldn't have followed Satan. I would that I could help you, Demon, but there's no help for fools. You're gonna come out and go to where the Lord Jesus Christ now come out in Jesus' name. Take a breath and let it go. Come out. Come out. Come out. Obey the command. Come out in Jesus Christ's name. You cannot resist. Come out in Jesus' name. That's really what every believer needs to know. Come out in Jesus' name. That's one on ones of deliverance in the demon. Come out in Jesus' name. Father God, loose angels right now to pull swords, surround these demons, begin to attack in Jesus Christ's name. No mercy for these demons. Come out in Jesus' name. We break every ungodly soul tie between her and anyone that has abused her. Come out in Jesus' name. Demon, maybe you need a long soaking in the blood of Jesus. We can just bundle you up. We can marinate you for a few weeks. Would you like that? It's taking that for some demons before. Maybe it's going to take it for you. And then you're still going to come out. Same result. Brother Victor, you want to marinate? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're talking to you, Jan Jennifer, now. We're going to bind up the spirit and marinate it. So uh, I ask Jennifer to take, take control of the situation. This is your deliverance, and we're going to bind, put everything in chains. Every spirit we announced, we attacked, we put in chains that cannot be broken, iron fetters, and we put these demons in a barrel with the blood of the Lamb, Lord God. Seal them up, letting them hear the scriptures, Lord God, and not to torment our sister, Father. She, you need deeper deliverance. Call the number that I gave out earlier. And you need deeper deliverance, sister. So in Jesus Christ's name, we put everything in chains that cannot be broken. Like I said, iron fetters in the fire of the Lord. Brimstone, blowing wind, blowing flames upon this foul, unclean spirit. So we can get him completely out in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to thank you, demon. Thank you for calling in because I was reminded of the word. The word says some demons only come out with prayer and fasting. And I did not fast this week. So thank you for the encouragement to do that. Because that's what I'm going to do. Jennifer, we'll be free in Jesus' name. Save Jennifer's number for me. Uh, Absolutely. I'm writing it down right now. Now, Brother Victor, uh, repeat the schedule you have for the Zoom meetings, and can people also uh, call in for prayer? How does that work? Yeah, you can call in for prayer. Call in for a prayer need, a prayer request, a praise report. And that, so um, if you call me at 610-972-3423, 610-972-3423, I'd forward you the link to get on Zoom. You can come into Zoom. You can get prayer. You can listen to preaching or fellowship with us. And uh, 
Now, in terms we're of meeting the, tomorrow, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Okay. I mean, 10 a.m. Eastern, and uh, I can hook you into the line and you, you, I, I share a word, and then we have open fellowship. So, if you need prayer, call call that number six ten nine seven two three four two three, or text me, and I'll contact you and give you what you need. Now, that's Saturday mornings, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Yes, and then Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. We we study war on the saints, and we pray, and we do warfare prayers. Brother Victor, that's fantastic. Now, how do they get the link uh, for the Zoom? By texting me, I'll send it to you. Okay. I want you to send that to me also, because I want to put that up on, the, uh, on my website and advertise that. Um, okay, I'll text it to you. Shouts out to Sister Lisa, Brother Albert Gold. God bless you all. Folks, we still have time for you to call in. The Lord wants you and I to be free. He does not want us to keep the demons. Sadly, many of us open the doors and pick up these evil spirits or get them ancestrally because of sins that were not dealt with of the parents or grandparents, even going back ten generations, like with the curse of the bastard. The good news tonight is there is hope, and his name is Jesus. And if we'll meet the conditions he lays out in Scripture, repent of our sins, turn from our wicked ways, we can be free. But these demons still have to be literally thrown out. They're squatters. They may have squatters' rights, but you can remove those rights through repenting, submitting to God, resist the devil. It says the devil will flee. You know, many are out there entertaining evil spirits, Brother Victor, of Hollywood. I looked at the movie listings. They're most all horror movies. They've mm-hmm. got a new exorcist out. They've got all these. They've got The Conjuring 2, or is it 3? I've lost track. Uh, they've got this Saw movie about torture of a human. Why do you want to go and see somebody tortured and chopped up? What are you feeding inside? Demons. You can continue to feed those demons until they grow and they take you out in a body bag like you're witnessing on screen. Or you can get free. We're not to entertain evil spirits. Call in right now if you want to be free. We'll pray for you. Again, the dial-in number is 515-602-9734. I want to say something else. We're coming up about two weeks from a, uh, a demonic date. It's called Halloween. You know, Satan harvests souls during Halloween. It wasn't many years ago that there was this Halloween festival out on the street in South Korea. And some stampede started and people literally were squeezed to death and trampled on. And they came over and had to take people out body bags. That's one of many things that happen on these demonic, unholy days. Folks, why would you want to offer your child up as a sacrifice to Satan and his demons and dishonor God by participating in an unholy festival? We ought to be looking at the feast of the Lord, not the feast of demons. This is not a joke. I believe many children become demonized putting on those masks. They go all the way back to voodoo, where the voodoo practitioners, the shamans, they would put on masks and skins 
and take on the spirit behind that symbol. Maybe your parents or grandparents have been involved in the occult, as I mentioned at the beginning of this program. That can bring a generational curse like it did on my family, down to three and four generations of those that hate God by rebelling against Him. That's what you're really doing, saying you hate God when we rebel against Him. And we had to be free. Because it was bringing in death into the bloodline. This is real, folks. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The Bible does not lie. You want to go out prematurely in a body bag, or do you want to have a long life that's blessed? You need to be free. Brother Victor, we don't have any more calls. Why don't we just pray for those that are tuning in out there? You want to do that? Sure. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come together with one mind, one accord as your children, your disciples. We cry out to you today, Lord, for Israel. We lift up the war that is coming against them, Lord God, that they will have victory. They will rout out Hamas, Hezbollah, the Caliphate, these enemies, Lord God, that wants to kill every man, woman, and child, beheading men and children, Lord God. We come against them in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for salvation and revival in Israel. That the men and women would call upon you through your, the, your son, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. We pray against the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness over our cities, over this pedophilia agenda. That the UN and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, want to decriminalize pedophilia Lord God and the trans agenda Lord God upon the children mutilating the sexual organs of boys turning them into girls or turning girls into boys with chemicals and drugs behind the parents back Lord God and teaching these children pornography even at the age of five and six in their books Lord God we come against Satan's plan of Sodom and Gomorrah. And every thought evil is continual as the days of Noah. Lord God, we come against the new world order, one world government, new age, one world leader, Father. We come against the bankers, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds. Rosicrucians, George Soros' organizations, Trilateral Commission, Bilderbergers, Bohemians, Rosicrucians, George Soros again, Bill Gates, his foundation, Lord God, all the organizations of Soros and Gates, Lord God, to transform America that was a Christian nation at one time, Lord God, that preached the truth. Lord God, now churches are closing. Pastors are running from the pulpits, Lord God. Lesbians and homosexuals and sodomites are going on the pulpits today, Father. 
We bind this agenda, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. When there's no power in the churches, if my people who are called by my name, you said, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal their land. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4.6 Because they have rejected knowledge, you have rejected them. Lord, we're living in decadent times. We have everything we want at a finger touch. Instant this. Instant that. Instant food. We have become so affluent in this nation, Lord God, that the children and the children's children have need of nothing. They have become rich like the Laodicean church, have need of nothing. But they are wretched, miserable, and cold. They're neither hot nor cold. And you will spit them out of your mouth, Lord God. We pray for revival. That they would get off the fence, Lord God. And seek you, Lord God. This is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We pray you raise up workers, for the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you use each and every one of us in the kingdom, Lord God. That your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Deliver us from the evil one, Lord God who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, roams about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We pray for our brothers and sisters around the world that are being persecuted and dying for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray a hedge of protection, Lord God, around our fellow saints. We don't pray for the world, but we pray for those you have in the world and those that will come to you through the preaching of your disciples, Lord, around the world. Lord God, we pray for revival, a worldwide revival, signs and wonders as in your day, Jesus, that the shadows of your saints will heal the sick and that demons will be cast out again, Father. We break all the ground of Satan, all the lies and deceit, that he's put, up, seconds. put upon this church. We pray this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I touch and agree. What a powerful message you brought tonight. And thank you for joining us, folks, here on the broadcast and the Demon Hotline tonight. We're going to keep this line going. And I hope you will spread the word that there's a place you can call and get prayer. We didn't have too many callers tonight, but I'm thankful for those that did call in. 60 seconds. And Brother Victor, God richly bless you and your family. How's the family doing, my friend? The family's well. Everybody's good. Praise the Lord. You have some beautiful grandchildren, my friend. Thank you. You're like Father Abraham. You have many seats. <laughs> beautiful family. <laughs> I have eight grandchildren going on ten. Wow, man. That's my- that's the grace of God. That's strictly the grace of God. Brother, that's many quivers in your, uh, uh, arrows in your quiver, rather. Are you able to remember all your grandkids' names? Of course. 
you ought to see Here me. We uh, Jacob, Richie, Zoe, Chloe, Kaylee, Reagan, Aiden, and Salaya. Ten seconds. Brother, that's beautiful. You ought to see me stumbling over my children's names. I gave them all the, the name with a J. I know. <laughs> I get tongue-tied sometimes. <laughs> My brother, we love you. And folks, uh, be part of tomorrow's Zoom meeting. If if they would, uh, folks, if you'd like to uh, get that contact info, you can uh, text Brother Victor. Give that number out again, Brother Victor. 610-972-3423. If you could, please uh, text me that link. Is it the same link every week? I did it. I guess it is, and I already texted it. Okay, because I want to get that out to some people. Okay, fantastic. My brother, we love you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. God bless you, Shannon. Have a good weekend. Thank you, sir. That was Victor Mrablag. Folks, um, we have not done deliverance lines in a very long time. Until recently. I'm excited. We're getting them warmed up. And um, great deliverances ahead for people that want to be free and will call in. Thank you to Jennifer who called in tonight and Brother Jim's. Lord is going to set them free. The desperate get delivered and they called in. Let that be you that calls in next time. We'll pray for you. Have a great weekend out there, folks. Uh, thank God it's Friday. And uh, God bless Israel. Uh, continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and that Israel gets back all the land that God promised them. You know, there's some really fascinating research. Uh, as I'm closing, uh, just a couple quick comments for those not on my Facebook wall where I originally posted them. You know, war in Israel is just a prelude, folks, to war on the saints that's coming for the entire church. It's time to prepare for battle. It's time to fight demons, win souls, and endure until the end. Jesus said, He that endureth until the end shall be saved. You know, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You've heard that before. And I was meditating on that. You know, that includes Gaza and other lands that God gifted to Israel and intends for them to possess. I've heard many people bicker, well, Israel had the land, then God dispersed them. Well, that's true. But he also said he's bringing them back. So the dates of dispersal return don't change the fact that God gave Gaza, Jerusalem, and other lands to Israel. You want to read all about them? Go look up Joshua 13. What the UN recognizes is irrelevant. What matters is what Yahovah decrees in his word. Go read Joshua 13 this weekend. It's not a very long chapter. But it'll give you some great information, including the fact that Gaza was deeded to Israel. Did you know that Palestinians don't exist in history? You won't find them. Gaza once belonged to the Philistines. And God chose to take it away from them and give it to Israel as part of their inheritance, along with other lands in Canaan that he said, go in and possess. 
Read about that in Joshua 13. In fact, I did a Google, uh, did a, excuse me, a, uh, a search last night in my King James Bible on the word Palestine. Did you know it's only mentioned one time? And that's over in Joel 3, 4. And by the way, that's a mistranslation. Because if you look at the Hebrew, which is the underlying text, the translators mistranslate the word Felicia. Now, Felicia are the coastal cities that were occupied by the Philistines. Felicia were the cities of Gaza, Ashkelon, Ashdod, Ekron, and Gath. These were inhabited by, excuse me, inhabited by Philistines, which God took away from them and gave to Israel for their inheritance. There have never been a people in history called the Palestinians. That's a a modern thing. That at the turn of the century, even the Arabs said didn't exist. Gaza was under control once again of the Philistine, but God took it and gave it to Israel. Go read Joshua 13. Very interesting, isn't it? We don't know our history, sadly. And that really got me excited. I'm going to be doing a lot of digging. I want to see the whole map and see it laid out as an overlay on what Israel has now. Because it's going to show you what they're going to get back. Even much of Lebanon, God gave to Israel and Sinai. Praise the Lord. This is exciting. There's never been a Palestinian king. There's never been a people called the Palestinians in history. There's never been a Palestinian currency. These are people that are occupying land that belongs to Israel. And media will try to force these words down, you know, the occupiers, referring to Israel. Well, they're correct in one sense. But not like the media intends for the word to be used. Israel is occupying what God gave them as possession. But they don't have all the the territory yet. There's others that are illegally occupying or been given illegally by people like George Bush in 2005 who gave Gaza over into the hands of the terrorists. But he didn't have the right to do so. God doesn't respect man's mandates. Let the word of God be true and every man a liar. We ought to obey God rather than men. And I could go on and on. But um, this is exciting. Israel's actually taking some of the land back when you realize it belonged to them to begin with. Now they're not going to get all of it this uh, this sortie. It's going to take Jesus coming back to get it all back because there are some major end time wars to be fought even Israel it looks like it's going to be surrounded and invaded and right into the capital of Jerusalem which is God's capital by the way God talks about it in his word of all the cities that God gave the Israelites that's the only one that he chose to put his name on and for his house to be built Jerusalem that's God's capital That's where the throne of David is established forever. And where Jesus Christ, he's the Lion of the tribe of Judah, will come back and sit on that throne and rule and reign for a thousand years. Then I think God renovates the planet at that point. 
Praise the Lord. Well, love you all out there. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for your show of support. And if you'd like to um, get any of these programs that we do, they're all free. Go to my website. There's multiple ways from there that you can download them. Help yourself. Um, OmegaManRadio.com. If you'd like to support this work that we do, you can do it there. We certainly appreciate the prayers and um, any help you can to let others know about our program. We appreciate it. Praise the Lord. Father God, in Jesus' name, bless everybody that came out to tune in. Bless all of our speakers this week. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given us. Loose your angels to surround Israel and go before them, God, and be their defense in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of us going into the weekend. God put a hedge of protection, wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around every one of us. Guide and direct all of our steps, Father God. Give us a blueprint for victory over the enemy and help us take back the land. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you too, Brother Albert, Sister Lisa, um, Jog Buwagu. Welcome aboard. Everybody out there, James, Fred, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling in. We will be back. Um, It looks like our new schedule is going to be starting at 10. I was going to try to do it at 9 a.m., but they only give me 12 hours on MixLR. So if I set it up at 10, and then like we're going till 10 today, they give us 12 hours. We can do not only our morning, but we can keep doing the evening shows. So we're going to be back uh, every day at 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll go 10 to 1. And then we'll be back in the evenings at 8 p.m. So that gives us roughly four or five shows we can do per day. I think that's a good start right there. And that's Monday through Friday. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, I'll close out with a song. God bless you. And um, stay away from those horror movies out there. (laughs) Don't go watch them.